this is the Joyful Mama Show. We want to help you take actionable steps toward dreams that have more impact, family life that has more peace, and motherhood that has more joy. We think that it's time for moms to rise up in entrepreneurship and change the world. But let's face it, it's hard to sort through all of the ways we get stuck in our own heads and all of the things we feel like we're supposed to be doing. How can we change the world when we're overwhelmed with trying not to feel overwhelmed about homeschooling or power struggles with our kids or taking care of our own hearts, our bodies, and our minds? We want to give you the tools to find rest, joy, and healing while also taking your business and your dreams to the next level. You know you were made for more than hustle. You can feel that you were made for more than the lies that hold you back. And we believe that you were made for amazing things that impact the kingdom of God and the people that God has given you to impact for Him. You were made to be a joyful mama, to have a heart that is thriving, not striving. And we want to help you step into the fullness of all you were created to become. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Joyful Mama Show. We're so excited you're with us. And today we are going to talk about business. Specifically, we want to chat with you guys about quick wins versus sustainable build in your business. And how do you grow a business that does not burn you out, make you want to give up and throw in the towel? What does it look like to um, build something and actually enjoy it long term? And Sarah, you had a coaching call recently with um, a client that really kind of sparked this conversation between us. And, you know, we could both relate to so many of the the emotions and feelings of this client. Do you want to share a little bit about that call and just how we kind of got started on this, this talk? I think we can all relate to this. And we know so many entrepreneurs who are either living this right now, this reality of you know, burning out or trying to figure out how to grow their business without losing their minds. <laughs> um, and so with this, this girl I was talking to, you know, she had some real great success at the beginning of her business and she'd worked it real hard, had some, some great quick wins, made a lot of money. Um, but then has just found herself like it's impossible to keep running at a 10, like at the beginning of a business, when you're building it, and it's exciting and it's new and it's fun. And some of you are in network marketing and you've got people joining your teams and people are buying the product and you know everything is so fun because it's going well right at the beginning. But then as time goes on, you know, people drift off, sales stop coming so easily. Your whatever business you're in, your warm market has run out. And so mm-hmm. now you're having to find new people and bring in new clientele and new prospects and new customers. And what you did at the beginning of just running your face off <laughs> with the fire <laughs> under your feet <laughs> is totally mm-hmm. not sustainable because you have kids. If you're trying to homeschool, like you just can't run at that, that speed for mm-hmm very long. Like you do it at the beginning, but then you get to a point of like complete burnout. And then sometimes it makes us start to feel like we have imposter syndrome because we're still telling people that we made what we made at the beginning. Like, Oh, look how great my business is doing. Well, it was doing that great at the beginning because you're running at a 10, Mm -hmm. but now you can only run at like a five. (laughs) So your business just isn't producing the same income it was when you're running at a 10. 
So now you feel imposter syndrome, you feel like a fraud, and this is just totally normal and what anyone would feel like. And when you feel that imposter syndrome or like you're a fraud, it makes you not want to post on Instagram and it makes you not want to promote your business or sell your product or whatever you're doing because you have this internal conflict going on now and you've got a tug of war inside. Like, am I real? Is this real? Can I really sell this? Am I, you know, am I preaching a lie? Like, and so then you, your motivation and your ability to authentically feel in alignment with what you Mm -hmm. value and believe diminishes Therefore, your activity diminishes, you're tired, the energy is gone. Like, mm-hmm. there's just so many ramifications of the sprint versus, like, what do you do when you're done with the sprint? Like, the, <laughs> the races, this little race you were doing that you gave yourself like 10 weeks or one year or whatever it was, it's over. And now you're in a completely different season of business. And how do you keep going? Yeah, I can totally relate to all those things and have definitely experienced the sprints and how you launch something is usually with a sprint. And, you know, it's kind of like when you're getting an airplane off the ground, the RPMs that the engine has to run at all, all cylinder cylinders are firing. It has to be all systems go to get that plane off the ground. And so it does require more energy, more focus a ton of concentrated effort. And then you get up into the air and you kind of don't have to have all systems blasting at the same time. You can kind of, you know, just stay in the air. But what does that look like in business? Because we're kind of taught whatever it takes to build a business is what's required to sustain it. And to a point, maybe that's true. What I've learned, you know, in my, my last few years of entrepreneurship is there can be a different set of things required, skills required to keep your plane, to keep your business in the air. It can look different than what it took to get your business off the ground. And I think we're not really taught that. I think that we're taught just, just go, just run, make a mess, take imperfect action, which is great. And then once, you know, once it starts to work, you just keep doing more of the same, like you said, you're on fire. But what I found really for me has made the difference in being able to sustain something is one of two things because I've felt on the verge of burnout and shutdown and forget it. The last thing any of us want in our entrepreneurial journey is to build a business that has success financially, but it's costing us too much of our time or it's costing too much of our relationships. It's costing us our energy or our health that at that point it becomes not worth it. So Mm -hmm. well, oh, our business is going to create wealth and we're going to make impact and I'm going to be able to be as generous as I want. But if my kids are resenting and my husband's resenting me and I'm tired and I'm grumpy and like it, it's not worth it at that point. So how do you sustain something that maybe you had to have a sprint to get off the ground? Again, I've, (laughs) I'm backtracking. I found a couple things that have helped me. One is not doing it alone, surrounding myself with partnerships, outsourcing things that can be done by other people, whether that's hiring someone to clean my house or hiring someone as a virtual assistant, delegating things to my kids, outsourcing things that don't have to be done by me. And that starts small, you know, little things like, hey, the five-year-old can like pick up the dustpan and 
sweep up crumbs. I don't have to be the one to do that. To bigger things like getting to a place where maybe you hire an agency to run your Facebook ad campaigns or something like that. But not trying to do it all on your own is like number one, I think, a way how to make things sustainable. And then number two, um, automation. When you can bring in some level of parts of your business are running on autopilot through some kind of technology, then you can kind of come up for air. And at the beginning, you might have to duct tape some things together. You might be (laughs) manually sending out texts and emails and doing everything on your own. And that's totally fine. And But you will burn out if you're Mm -hmm. doing it all on your own. When you can get to a place where it's like, okay, we've gotten to a point. Now I can look at what would it look like if I had a system to replace me in this area? What would it look like to automate a few things? Then it can be sustainable. Mm-hmm. When I've been almost the end, not the end, but like <laughs> I need to take a long vacation and I may or may not come back. <laughs> it's been when I've tried to do too much myself and I haven't surrounded myself with the right people who can, um, you know, like you, Sarah, our giftings are very different. And if I didn't have you or someone who's built like you running with me, a lot of things would fall through the cracks or just totally fall off the planet and disappear. Like not just fall, but like be gone. Things wouldn't get finished. Um, And if you didn't have someone like me partnering with you, you may not start, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like surrounding yourself intentionally. I, I was thinking about the different businesses that I have now and the different things I do. And I don't think I do anything alone anymore. It's always in partnership because I was laughing about this earlier, but you can do things by yourself and keep all of the profit, but then you also have to pay the whole price. And I would rather share the the cost and share the overflow than try to do it all by myself. So what, what um, I know you have wisdom in this area, even in terms of how to use the dial, you know, for sustainability yeah. and keeping things and steady so that you don't like what um what was your advice and how did you coach this client when she yeah this? nothing is sexy about the word slow and steady <laughs> <laughs> true that <laughs> quick wins are super sexy and make mm-hmm. you feel so amazing and make you feel on top of the world but nothing like you have to create a love within yourself for the slow and steady process of building of sustainability And I know sustainability, like, I think most of us get that, like, we have to have structures that are sustainable in order for us to keep going. Like, we know that in our heads, but that does not sound fun. (laughs) So you have to, like, grow in your love for habits, like (laughs) habits that sustain you. Having a mindset, this is all mindset stuff is really all it is. Mm -hmm. Changing your mindset from business equals the launch lifestyle into business equals a little bit at a time every day or every working day, putting one foot in front of the other and not giving up. And what I tell people is like, you have to, you have to change your mindset around business to believe that when you do a little bit every day, it matters and it you're changing your trajectory going toward a different place than you would have been if you went to a 10 sprint again with only half a tank full of energy this time and 
now your homeschool is failing. Maybe your marriage is suffering. You're getting sick, maybe, or like, you know, you're not getting sleep. And I think that most women want to say, well, like, okay, I know that now I need to cut back on sleep again. So I know like to be able to succeed, I'm only going to be able to get six hours of sleep. Like I did in the launch Mm -hmm. because they were going so hard and that's just not sustainable living and it's not healthy living. Mm -hmm. So finding ways, maybe it's only an hour a day that you're working. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's only four days a week that you have an hour or an hour and a half to put toward your business. But Mm -hmm. if you can just decide, I'm going to use that time and I'm going to believe that it counts, (laughs) even though I feel like I'm at a four (laughs) because I know what I'm capable of Mm because I've done it in the past. Yeah. But I'm going to believe that me being at a four on the dial instead of a 10 counts and matters and will keep my business moving forward. To get our free heart-centered homeschooling ebook or to book a breakthrough call about homeschooling or business with Sarah, visit the links in the description of this podcast. Also, we always want to hear your questions or ideas for new podcasts. So do please slide into our DMs on Instagram or post in our Facebook group. We would love to hear from you.